Sunday Showcase, highlighting some of the best audio storytelling found anywhere. All right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Buongiorno. I'm Larry Groby with the Generic Radio Workshop. You know, America, as we all learned in school, is a nation of immigrants. Uh, a melting pot where each culture added its own flavors to the mix. From Italy, of course, we literally got spaghetti <laughs> and takeout pizza joints around every corner. And the cultural changes that each immigrant experienced upon coming to America has been mined as a source of humor for a hundred years and more. From fresh off the boat, all the way back to AB's Irish Rose and beyond. The immigrant outsider holds up a mirror to our own way of life. A perfect example is Life with Luigi. This classic radio series ran for five years, starting in 1948. Luigi Basco came to America from a very small, remote, rural Italian village long before the internet. And coming to the big city proved a source of surprise, wonder, and confusion, and humor. Now, even in 1948, the characterizations were a bit of a stereotype, but uh, done with love, not malice. In fact, there are no villains at all in Life with Luigi. And speaking of immigrants, I should note that Luigi was played by J. Carol Nash, an actor known for playing foreigners. He had also portrayed Mexicans, Asians, Middle Easterners, even Native Americans. Mr. Nash was of Irish descent. His pal Pasquale was voiced by Alan Reed, stage name for Teddy Bergman, whose parents were Eastern European Jews. Hans Conried, in the role of Schultz, had ancestors who went back to the Pilgrims. Cy Howard, the creator of the show, was Jewish. It was a melting pot of diverse talent. And so now, please enjoy Project Audion's diverse cast, geographically and otherwise, portraying mid-century American life, or at least, life with Luigi. Salud! We invite you to enjoy life, Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring the celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carroll Nash, with Alan Reed as Pasquale. A year ago, when Luigi Bosco left Italy to start his new life in America, he promised his mother he would write and tell her about his adventures. So now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes to Mama Basco in Italy. Dear Mamma Mia, 
A wonderful thing about America is how faithfully they take such good care of their health. And for this, they got thousands of doctors. Only thing in America, every doctor is what they call a specialist. There's a nose doctor, eye doctor, ear doctor, skin doctor, stomach doctor. Mamma mia, I'm worried. What's happen if I'm gonna get sick all over? <laughs> My bedroom is gonna look like a doctor's convention. Besides the doctors, it's a thousands of hospitals here. And they also are specialists too. They got a polyclinic hospital, that's for a sick poly. A general hospital, that's for a sick generals. And last week, I'm reading about a place in Rochester. It's a special for a sick mayors. That's called the Mayor Clinic. Another thing in America, they got a law. Everybody's gotta go see a doctor once a year and a dentist twice a year. I guess they wanted you to see the dentist twice a year because they're poorer and need the money more. <laughs> but the reason I'm writing to you about a doctors and a dentist is because right now I'm got a big toothache. But don't worry, Mamma Mia. It's not hurting me too much, only when I'm a cracker nuts. <laughs> it's a feel like I'm got a little hole in my tooth. So I'm trying to stuff it up with the chewing gum. Must to be something wrong. Everybody is yelling at me to stop the chewing. Even this this morning, I'm a pass at the phonograph store, and I hear somebody a holler, All right, Luigi, drop that gum. <laughs> well, it's a time now to go to my night school class, and I'm going to ask my teacher, Mrs. Spaulding. Maybe she can tell me what I can do for my toothache. <laughs> <laughs> All right, class, quiet, please. Quiet. Now, I'll call the roll. Mr. Bosco. A present. Mr. Horowitz. Present. Mr. Olson. Present. Mr. Schultz. What else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, fellow pupils. Oh, oh, I would be a sensation on television. <laughs> Mr. Schultz. Well, I am even prettier than Milton Ball. Enough of that, Mr. Schultz. Now, class, our lesson for today will be on punctuation. Oh, goody, punctuation. That's my meat. That's his meat? I hope he shocks on a semicolon. What sure. Now, just for that, Mr. Schultz, you're going to answer the first question. Now, I want you to correct the punctuation in this sentence. <clears throat> the will divided the estate among the brothers John, comma, James, comma, and Jack. But Harry, comma, got nothing. Now, Mr. Schultz, what was the mistake? My coming into class today, period. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, you will answer the question. The will divided the estate among the brothers John, comma, James, comma, and Jack. But Harry, comma, got nothing. Now, Mr. Schultz, where was the mistake? 
Harry should have gotten something too. No, no. He shouldn't have. What's the matter? He's an orphan? He is not. Well, then if I was Harry, I would hire a good lawyer and fight the thing. Mr. Schultz. I'm only trying to see that justice is done. Mr. Schultz, sit down. Now, Mr. Basco, I'll use the sentence and you try to find the error in the punctuation. The will divided the estate among the brothers John, James, and Jack, but Harry, got nothing. Now what was the mistake? Well, uh, I'm thinking Schultz is right. Harry should hire a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Horowitz, what do you say? If you don't mind, I'll wait until the case comes up in court. Mrs. Paulding, I know the answer. The comma should go after Jack, and you take it away from Harry. You mean now they cut off Harry without even a comma? (laughs) Mr. Olson, you're perfectly right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always right. I study hard, just like Abraham Lincoln. And like Abraham Lincoln, I light the fire at the night. And like Abraham Lincoln, I lay down by the fire, and by the fire I study hard. You know, if he gets any closer to that fire, then I give a push. (laughs) One more interruption like that, Mr. Schultz, and I'll ask you to leave the room. Oh, Mr. Basco, why are you making faces? Oh, uh, please, uh, Mrs. Spaulding, I'm a no make faces. It's just that I'm a feel of pain and I'm rubbing my tooth with my tongue. Oh, Luigi, you got a toothache? Orson, he ain't got a tongueache. <laughs> I sympathize with you, Luigi. Mr. Basco, you should see a dentist immediately. But, uh, Mrs. Spaulding, a dentist, he's a charge of money, and I'm not a got any. But, Mr. Basco, surely that shouldn't be any problem to you. Chicago has many free clinics, and I'm sure they'll take care of your tooth free of charge. Well, uh, maybe I I could go No, eh, Luigi. Now, get a real good clinic in West Washington. But, uh, uh, you think it's uh, gonna hurt? Ah, stop that, Luigi. That sort of talk. You go right down now to the clinic. Well, I... No, take my example from my cousin Hugo. For years, I told him to take care of his teeth. He told me he did, but he didn't fool me. Yesterday, we had a talk, and I know he was wearing an upper plate. Well, Schultz, uh, how you know he's wearing an upper plate? It came out in the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. Uh, Pasquale, you ever been to a clinic on... Uh... Sit down, Luigi. It's soon gonna be rush hour at my spaghetti palace. I gotta finish up with this menu. Sit down and read the tablecloth. All right. Uh, pizza plain, 75 cents. Pizza with the peppers, one dollar. Pizza with the anchovies, a dollar and a quarter. Pizza with the mushrooms, a dollar forty. Pizza with everything, 35 cents. 
Well, uh, excuse me, Pasquale. How come a pizza with everything is only cost a 35 cents? Because with everything, it tastes terrible. <laughs> the stelapini on a masala. And oh, then you got the... oh, 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 what? Oh, oh, Hey, Luigi, what's wrong with the side of your face? You saving the marbles? You blowing the bubble gum from the inside? Oh, Pasquale, I got a toothache. Oh, Luigi, that's too bad. You try oil of garlic? No, no, Pasquale. I'm going to school and ask the class. Mrs. Spaulding is to say I should go to the dentist. But I'm going to say I got no money. Schultz is telling me to go to a free clinic. But I'm afraid. And, and now I don't know what to do. Do? Sure, what do you expect? You go to everybody, but your friend Pasquale is to bring you from the old country. What's to happen? Nothing. Why are you always running around like a crazy little puppy looking for a bone when all the time you could have found a bone right here in my head? He's right, Pasquale. You're the biggest bonehead I ever see. It's a funny thing. When I'm saying it, it either comes out different. Oh! Oh, you poor little cabbage head. You know, Luigi, your tooth is just like my tooth. When something is hurting you, it's hurting me. When you got a pain, I got a pain too. Oh, Pasquale, how's that a toothache? Oh, Luigi, you being a sarcastic. I'm a really mean it when I say I got a toothache. Ow! See, I just got stabbed. Oh, poor Pasquale. Luigi, you said before you got to go to a clinic. Uh-huh. No, we wouldn't take our tooth to a clinic, would we? Well, why not? Is it lucky you got me to explain you? You know how after every dentist's name it say uh, a DDS? Uh-huh. Well, that's the name of the gas they give you when they pull out of the tooth. Oh. But when you go to a clinic, they can't afford expensive stuff like a DDS, so you know what's to happen? No. They spray you with the DDT. <laughs> Luigi, we gotta take our tooth only to the best expensive dentist in Chicago. But, uh, Pasquale, I'm no one can afford that. I'm not a god of the money. Luigi, it's our toothache. I'm going to give you money. You would do this? Yes, my little banana nose. Just to do one little favor for me. One a favor? What's that? When you come out of gas, I'm like the first face you should see is my daughter, Rosa. Pasquale, give me some more gas. Luigi, don't talk so fast. You marry Rosa, I will do the most wonderful thing for you. What's that? I will pull out every tooth in your mouth and put in all gold teeth. Gold teeth? So that every time you need money, you take out a one tooth and a pawn it. You'll be living like a rich man for the rest of your life till you get down to the gums. Ah, oh, Pasquale, you paint such a beautiful picture. And it's hard to resist, but, but I'm no marry your daughter, Rosa. All right, you fool. Go to the clinic and see what's happen. You get some young fella as a practice on you and is a pull out of the wrong tooth. Is it a wisdom tooth? You come back to me and you know what you say? 
Uh, hello, Pasquale. Oh, oh no, Pasquale. You, you know scare me with that kind of talk. A clinic is a fine place. Uh, goodbye. Uh, if anybody is call me, I'm going to be in the West Washington Clinic. No, wait. Oh, I could have kicked myself. And I was going to give him the best years of my life. <laughs> ah, I fixed him good. Hello, operator. Give me the West Washington Clinic. It's an emergency. Bravo Figaro, bravo Figaro, bravo Figaro. Figaro! Figaro! What? No, I'm no screamer with the pain. I'm just singing. Hello, is that a Washington Clinic? Listen, Mr. President, I got a very important information for you. A fella is coming in to get a tooth pulled free. He look like a bum, but he's a really a millionaire. That's right. Underneath his old clothes, he's wearing a tuxedo with a full dress underwear. <laughs> sure, he's always wearing old, he goes to clinics and wears old clothes to save money. He's been going to clinics for the last 20 years. Saves us up so much money, that's what makes him a millionaire. <laughs> You gonna watch out for him? Fine. His name? Luigi Basco. That's right, Luigi Basco. I should have spell it. Ah, uh, a B. Eh, no, I'm no gonna spell it. What do you think I am, a squealer? <laughs> Life with Luigi continues in just a moment, but first, Lux presents Hollywood tomorrow night with a triple star cast in one of the most powerful film dramas to come from the film capital in years. Joseph Cotton, Valley, and Louis Jordan will come to CBS Lux Radio Theater for an hour-long version of their starring motion picture, The Paradigm Case. Mr. Cotton once again will play the great English barrister who falls in love with his beautiful client as he defends her in a murder case. And who finally hears the astonishing truth when he puts her on the stand? Valley will again star as the accused woman and Louis Jordan will recreate his role as the murdered man's servant. Join us on most of these same stations tomorrow, Monday night, when Lux Radio Theater brings you these three great stars in The Paradigm Case. And now the second act of Luigi Bosco's Adventures in Chicago. We turn to page two of his letter to his mother in Italy. So, Mamma Mia, I'm went to the clinic, and what a problem I have. Soon as I'm tell the man I'm a Luigi Basco, he's push me against the wall and look at my underwears. I said, well, what are you looking for, gold? And he's say, that's right. And the manager is taking my address and the name of my bank, and he says he was going to investigate me. Oh, Mamma Mia, now my tooth is still hurt. They're going to investigate me, and I'm really going to be in trouble. Oh, what am I going to do? Oh, Luigi, my fellow poop. <laughs> ah, you look terrible. Didn't you go to the clinic? 
I'm a go to the clinic, but they throw me out. A clinic fella, he says he's going to investigate me. What are they going to do to me? Well, you come from Italy. The best they can do is send you back to Stromboli. <laughs> oh, smile, Luigi, smile. I'm trying to seal you up. If the clinic won't take you, you're coming with me to my dentist. Schultz, uh, this dentist, he's not uh, gonna hurt me? Ah, please, stop worrying. The dentist will help you. After all, he is a human being too. What does he do? He straps you in the chair, he sticks by you in the mouth of the needle, he takes a drill and goes buzz. <laughs> he murders a human being. <laughs> It's a funny thing, but I'm starting to feel worse. Oh, don't worry, Luigi. I got a good system for you. When the dentist starts to work on you, the minute you feel pain, you kick him in the leg. That's going to stop my pain? No, but it feels so much better when you hear the dentist screaming too. <laughs> I'm only fooling, Luigi. My brother Wolfgang went to my dentist for two weeks and he never felt a stitch of pain. Oh, how's that? Well, the dentist was out of town. <laughs> ah, but am I a stupid head? I just remembered he's still out of town. Uh, good, uh, but I'm waiting till he comes back. No, you're, you're going to go right now, Luigi. Now, here, it's five dollars. I give you the address of my dentist's building and over there you find plenty more. Oh, Schultz, you're a real lifesaver. Oh, stop, stop, Luigi. You make me feel like I got a hole in the head. <laughs> Schultz, I don't know when I'm going to return you the five dollars. Oh, don't worry. Next week, I'll lend you another five so you can pay me back. <laughs> it's been going for years, you know. I've got to go now, Luigi. And remember, you go to that dentist building. All right, the Schultz. <laughs> and remember the old saying, be true to your teeth or they'll be false to you. <laughs> well, goodbye, Luigi. And smile, smile. Oh, my rheumatism is killing me. <laughs> medical building. Mamma mia, I'm a no like this. With me, going to the dentist is like a pulling a teeth. <laughs> Director Tori. Mamma mia, it's hundreds of names. Dr. Nathan Feldman, DDS. Dr. Franklin, BDS. Ah, looks like everybody in this building's a dentist. Which one am I a go to? Sick Eye Trista. That's another for me. Must be a guy who treats sick eyes. Oh, this is the one I'm like. A cheer operista. He's not only a dentist, he's a fellow who's a cheer up a people. <laughs> well, I, I'm going right to him. Ah, 
Here's the doctor's office. Uh, Dr. Carlson, cheer operist. <laughs> That's a funny kind of dentist with a picture of a foot on the door. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going. How do you do? Come right in. Uh, thank you, doctor. Now sit down and tell me what's your trouble. Uh, doctor, I'm uh, got a terrible pain. Well, we'll fix that up. Take your shoes off. <laughs> what's that? I said take your shoes off. Well, uh, wouldn't it be better if uh, you look into my mouth? <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to see it that far down. <laughs> Wanna look at my teeth? No, no, that won't be necessary. Uh, true, sometimes ca pain can be the result of faulty teeth, but in your particular case, I think it's tight shoes. Tight the shoes? You mean if I'm aware of tight the shoes, it's a squeeze of my teeth? <laughs> uh, uh, now tell me, young man, when did you first notice any pain? Well, I, I think it's about three weeks ago when I'm first to crack the summer walnuts. You, um, crack walnuts with your feet? No, with my teeth. Very strange. Go on. Well, the next time I'm a feel of pain is when I'm eat a gumdrop. Pain after a gumdrop? That doesn't seem possible. And the more gumdrops I'm eat, the worse the pain gets. Gads, 30 years in the medical profession, I've never heard of a case like this. This will make me famous. Walnuts and gumdrops. I could just see it in the medical journal. Dr. Carlson's fruit and nuts disease. <laughs> All right, the doctor. I I'm going to get my shoes and socks off. Yes, uh... Your feet look quite sturdy, but, um, have you been using ultraviolet on them? Ultraviolet? Uh, yes, it's the coloration. Your feet look a trifle purplish. <laughs> oh, oh, well, uh, well, you see, I I'm only in America a little time. I'm come from Italy, and, and over there, I was a grape crusher. <laughs> that color you see is a muscatel. <laughs> Uh, tell me, has anyone else in your family been bothered by bad feet? Well, uh, let me see now. Uh, well, uh, there was a one who had a flat feet. It was Uncle Pietro's goat. Uh, no, no, that, that doesn't interest me. Now, uh, <coughs> I would say offhand, you may be suffering from a weakened metatarsal arch and plasplanus, which causes a strain on the castroenous muscle, resulting in a rumble cycle, triaracycle sacroiliac. That's, uh, 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 all of that in one little tooth. <laughs> you don't have a toothache. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Doctor, how am I going to get rid of this pain? Well, there are several things you might try. I suggest soaking the injured part in a big tub of water for a few hours. <laughs> how am I going to hold my head under the water so long? Not your head, your foot. But, uh, Doctor, my foot don't hurt. Well, if not, otherwise, why would you be seeing me? Oh, I'm a beginning to wonder the same thing. <laughs> all right, all right. 
I'll get to the cause of this trouble. Now get up on the table and start jumping up and down. Jumping up and down? Yes, let's go. Double time. Oh, double the time? Oh, mamma mia. What a kind of doctor is this? He's a no pull out of my tooth. He's a try to shake it out. <laughs> my friend. Oh, Luigi, what's the matter? You're so perspiring and wet. You look like a glass of beer that's running over on the outside. Where you been? Oh, Pasquale, I'm just come from the craziest dentist. I'm tell him my tooth hurts. And so what's happened? He's a take off of my shoes and a socks. He's a making me jump up and a down, and then he's a crack all of my bones. What? And then he's a tell me I got a li- lot of bigger names, and a because Uncle Pietro's goat has a got a flat feet, I'm a gotta soak my head in a tub of water. Luigi, that sounds crazy. What's this dentist? He's a charger for all this. Five dollars. Uh, not accounting the 50 cents for a Blue Jay corn plaster. You got a corn plaster on your tooth? No, on my foot. Your foot? What a kind of dentist you go to. Well, I'm a went down to this medical building where Schultz is sending me, and I'm a pick out of this dentist. Only he's a call himself a cheer operist. Oh, you big, stupid, greenhorn fool. <laughs> Don't you know a chiropodist is a fella who's a deliver babies? Oh, mamma mia. Today I was almost a mother, I'm not. <laughs> I thought you was going to go to the clinic. Well, I went. They threw me out, and they said they're going to investigate me. Oh, so that's what that telephone call was about. What a telephone call? From the clinic. They say they investigating you, and because you're not here to answer, they're coming to get you. Oh, Pasquale, I, you know I'm going to do nothing wrong. Oh, always, I'm going to try to be a good American. Don't tell me. Convince the jury. You was in serious trouble, Luigi. If you was to lie in the clinic about your appendix, you only got a one appendix. You only get a one year in a jail. You lie about your feet, is a two years in jail. But if you lie about your teeth, that's a 46 a year. But a Pasquale, I'm only got a 32 a teeth. Stop trying to get time off for good behavior. Pasquale, you know I didn't lie. Go find the city hospital. Luigi, remember before how I'm going to tell you it's an hour toothache? Uh-huh. I'm still going to take care of you. Uh, uh, Pasquale, what are you going to do? I'm going to know how to handle the things like this. Now, when the clinic man is come, you just keep your little trap shut. I'm going to make him believe I'm Luigi Basco. Oh. I'm going to talk him out of it. And if he's in need a little money, I'm going to take care of that too. Pasquale, you do this for me? What's the difference? It's our two things. <laughs> now, Luigi, I'm going to do something for you. You going to do something for me? Oh, anything, Pasquale. What do you want I should do? Well, 
Do you hear about the Marshall Plan where Americans are giving things to Europe? Uh-huh. I got a Pasquale Plan. <laughs> well, what's that? I'm going to give a rosa to you. What do you say? Oh, what can I say? I'm going to know United Nations to appeal to. Good. Then I call her the blushing bride. Rosa. Rosa. Rosa! You call me Papa? <laughs> yes, come here, my little cupcake. Say hello to Luigi. Hello, Luigi. <laughs> hello, Rosa. <laughs> Rosa, your bridegroom has got a little toothache. He needs a little something to make him feel better. <sighs> Luigi, you want the gumdrop? <laughs> Shut up, you face. Pardon me, I'm from the Washington Clinic. Is Mr. Bosco here? Uh... Uh, Go out with the Rosa. I'm going to take care. Uh, I'm a Luigi Basco, mister. You come with me in the other room where we can talk. Oh, we can talk right here, Mr. Basco. I hope you understood what we told you on the phone about investigating you. Uh, we're very sorry for the way we treated you at the clinic. Well, that's, uh... Now you go. Go! Uh, we feel so badly, Mr. Basco. We've brought our head doctor to have your tooth taken out right here. Oh, Dr. Wall. Hey, hey, wait a minute. I'm not a Luigi Basco. It won't hurt a bit, Mr. Basco. Now open wide for the doctor. There. Hey, take your hands off of me. Luigi, tell the doctor I'm not a Luigi Basco. Oh? Uh, you not a Luigi Basco? Well, I'm a wonder who is. Uh, uh, goodbye. All right. Open wide. Wait, Luigi, you wouldn't have let this fella take care of my tooth, would you, my friend? Oh, what's the difference, Pasquale? It's our toothache. Mamma mia, what it looks like was going to be a bad day for me was a turn out of good after all. I'm going to have the heart to let the Pasquale suffer, so I'm going to go right back to the store and explain everything to the doctor. Besides, was there nothing to pull out of a Pasquale's mouth? Was all pulled out 12 years ago. <laughs> Best part of all is, I'm no got a toothache no more. Dentist is a pull out of my tooth, and it's not a hurt too much. Mamma mia, you should see the big hole I'm a got now where the tooth used to be. It's a wonderful place to keep a gumdrop. Luigi <laughs> Vasco, the little immigrant. <laughs> Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production and is written by Mike Benoff and Lou Derman and directed by Mike Benoff. 
Jay Carroll Nash has starred as Luigi Bosco with Alan Reed as Pasquale, Hans Conrita Schultz, and Mary Ship as Miss Spaulding. Music is under the direction of Lynn Murray. Don't forget that my friend Irma pays her regular call tomorrow night on most of these CBS stations. Now stay tuned for It Pays to be Ignorant, which follows immediately on most of these stations. Bob Stevenson speaking. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, please share the links with others so they can enjoy it too. And if you only heard it, then please visit projectaudion.com or youtube.com slash projectaudion so you can watch it as well. And we have plenty of other classic radio recreations online too. Until next time, Thanks for listening. Governments throughout the world have been working around the clock to get more information about just how this event that we call the incident actually occurred. We're all just trying to have a nice family. What what was that? We recently discovered evidence that all of this, the incident, the pulse, word Nisha, was from a shadowy group that calls itself Cypher. We must maintain our power at all costs! The crisis is real. There's only one demographic who've remained unaffected. Who? Kids.